This is The Trey Blocker Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Trey Blocker Show. Today, we are here to talk about the Texas Whiskey Festival. And with us is Mr. Jake Clements, the co-founder of the Whiskey Festival, to tell us all about it. Jake. Howdy. Thanks Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself. You told me you're from Dumas, Texas. Born and raised in Dumas, Texas, Panhandle. Yeah, not everybody knows where Dumas, yeah, Texas sorry, is. Yeah, sorry, Panhandle. Yeah. Think Amarillo, um, right. a little north of Amarillo. Went to school at Midwestern State University in Wichita, Wichita Falls, Falls, Texas. Wichita yeah. Falls, yeah. And then moved to Austin about 2011. Okay. Um, been doing marketing and advertising, oh, I don't know, since for as long as I can remember. Right. So that's really kind of how I got into this. Okay. And tell me how you got into event planning as a specialty. Oh, man. So this happened actually whenever, uh, it's how I met a mutual friend of ours, Clayton Corn. Right. Pretty good guy. Pretty good guy. <laughs> uh, so no, it was 2015, the, uh, we had the floods down in Wimberley. The organization I was working with at the time, uh, which was Crosswind Media and Public Relations, introduced me to Clayton and said, let's put on a benefit. And so for the next four weeks, Clay and I did nothing but put on an um, all-day music festival. Four stages, 32 artists. But over that time, we became pretty good friends and have just been friends and uh, working together ever since. So that's how I got in really into event planning. Okay. And Clay Korn is the former keyboardist for Pat Green's band. Very uh, talented guy. And just played with uh, Corey, who's been on the show. Corey Mora. Uh, yep. Played with uh, our headlining act a few times. Uh, played with about everybody you can think of. So pretty talented keyboardist and musician all around. Yes. And, and just a generally good guy. Yes. So you guys are working on two festivals. We're going to w- talk about the Whiskey Festival for yes. sure. But I want you to talk a little bit about the one that's coming up April, the air show. May 3rd, 4th, and 5th. May yes, 3rd, 4th, actually, and 5th. Speaking of Corey, it's Corey Morrill's Go Wheels Up. Texas. It's at the San Marcos Regional Airport. Like I said, May 3rd, 4th, and 5th. You know, it's car show, air show, music festival, and food festival all kind of wrapped into one. So, you know, Friday nights, um, Corey's band's going to play more of kind of a private VIP. We have some special air show kind of stuff going on that night. Um, Saturday opens up with the car show, goes into the air show. I mean, we have like the, we have the Red Bull Air Force performing. Um, nice. All kinds of acrobatic acts, and plus we're going to have, you know, working with the Confederate Air Force to have some static World War II and other, you know, old planes out right. there. Um, and then after the air show's done, Corey goes on stage, um, and an artist, which we have not announced yet, uh, and then Brett Michaels actually headlines. Brett Michaels, yeah. That, well, that's exciting. Yes. But Brett you Michaels. got somebody else that you, that, that's well, yeah. a secret. Yes, we okay, do, good. which will be coming out soon. So, yeah, Brett Michaels is headlining, which is a pretty big deal. I don't remember the yeah. last time he's been in Texas, right? Right, who but knows? That'll be fun. It is. And then Sunday, believe it or not, is actually just as cool. So we have the car show again in the morning, but then we have a gospel brunch. Nice. I think big band, the really? whole nine yards. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then we have the Los Tex Maniacs playing, which... I haven't got to hear them in concert, but I hear it's a really good show. So I, I'm going to take partial credit for them playing at that event because, okay. because Clay asked me uh, if I had any thoughts. And I had just seen them 
at Hilltop Cafe in Fredericksburg. Uh, okay. And they are absolutely amazing. And I've never heard anybody play the accordion like, like, like they play the okay. accordion. And it's, how would you describe the genre? I... <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know where I to mean, begin with that. Maybe Tejano, a little country. I, I tell you what, the lead singer sings like George Strait better than George Strait in said, some I songs. Got to so, see him, so like okay. I, you know, I don't know, but I guess that's one of the, the Los Tex Maniacs. I mean, it's a little that crazy, a little yeah. out there, yeah, a little Tex Mex. Yeah, a little goes a yeah. uh, long way. So, but it is Cinco de Mayo that day, so we thought, right. you know, what better way? And then the air show is happening again that day. So. Okay. You can buy a three-day pass. You can buy a Saturday pass, Sunday pass. Tickets are on sale. Uh, but Where? It's, Where do you get the tickets? Uh, GoWillsUp.Live. GoWillsUp.Live. Perfect. Yes. How much are the tickets? I believe general admission starts at $40. Okay. Uh, and they go up to, well, beyond that for VIP and depending on what you want to do. Right. What kind of experience you want. Right. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I saw... You know, I had Corey Morrow on my podcast a few mm -hmm. weeks ago, and, and we had to reschedule that a couple times because of his very busy schedule. But it got rescheduled once because the day before he had videoed a promo oh, video yeah. where he was in a stunt plane. Oh, yeah. And I think it made him a little bit sick. It did. So we actually got, we actually, the full video is almost done, but we've got the teaser out there. Uh -huh. I mean, it's great. You see him just. <laughs> He does not handle it well. He's laying on the ground. <laughs> I like, saw that. Yeah. Just, he's been working hard at this. I mean, we have some things coming out with Scott from skydiving to, uh, you know, exotic cars. Let him in an Ashton Martin at a nice. really high speed. I'm, believe, I'm guessing they, if I remember correctly, 195 miles an oh, hour or something like that. That's incredible. On a like a highway, not <laughs> so. Anyways, we will not tell DPS about that. No, although I'm, we're putting the video out there, so we. Yeah, I don't know. If we're gonna tell them what highway, right? But no. So Corey's really working hard at that. I mean, like I said, he's. It, this is something that we're all really excited about, and it's speaking of Clay. It's been a you know his and Corey's project for years, and mm. it's just now finally mm. making it happen. And so it's great to be a part of it. And yes, go wheels up live. Check it out. We're continuously adding stuff and information. Um, so you can volunteer, buy a ticket, nice, any of it. So. I'm looking forward to it, yeah. for sure. It's going to be yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. So let's talk whiskey. So a year or so ago, you woke up one day and decided, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put together a Texas whiskey festival. Uh, <laughs> Tell me how well, that happened. Quite. Uh, March, it was actually South by of 2017. Okay. Uh, I was sitting around having a beer with somebody and... They were like, do you think you could, we could do a festival with just Texas whiskey? I was like, I don't know. Slept on it for a little bit. We looked into it. I was like, yeah, just from a pure event standpoint, mm -hmm. I think there's enough that we can. Uh, because how many Texas whiskey distilleries are there in Texas? So, I mean, you know, distilleries that are just based in Texas, I mean, we're probably talking close to 50 okay. the last time I looked. And there's new being added. I mean, and some of these distilleries are doing it. 100% grain to glass, even mm -hmm. using Texas grains to do it. Sure. And some are sourcing it and then aging it and bottling it in Texas, which, you know, as long as they're transparent about it, that's really what sure. I care about. I mean, I just want people to understand what they're drinking. That's right. So, as long as you come up with a good whiskey. Right. And, you know, if you say, yeah, we're bottled in Austin, but we source it from here, fantastic. Great. Great. You know, transparency. Yes. It's all about the transparency when it comes to that. So, just based on our number of distilleries, like, cool. I mean, well, we've done events. I didn't necessarily particularly know the whiskey industry. And so we put tickets on sale January 31st of 2018. Mm -hmm. I started calling distillers after that point. 
Doesn't yeah. that seem a little backwards, Jake? It is. My wife thought I was crazy. Clay <laughs> thought I was crazy. I guess it is a little bit crazy, but... You had to see if somebody was going to be interested, right? Well, I, my thought process was I, I was doing this outreach. I, well, I tried to do outreach, sure, but nobody was really getting back to me because it didn't... It was like, well, I want to do this in theory. Right. Well, it was this way I had... It was, no, there was a hard and fast date. This was happening. That's right. We're doing it. And so it was... Uh, but nobody knew who I was. And so I'm calling these people, sending emails. And what I found out later since then is that they started calling everybody. Do you know who, who is this guy? What is he doing? And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> looking back on it, I probably could have done that a little bit different. But sure. I don't know that I would have got it done as quickly. But you had a couple things working for you. You, yes. you had secured the Bullock Museum God, as a yeah. venue. And you had secured a Sleep at, at the, the Will as yes. the headlining band. So, so that gave you some credibility. It did. An inaugural event at the Bullock, which I've got to give my wife credit for that. That was her idea. Okay. Um, and then a Sleep at the Will, Clay's idea. Um, so really, I just kind of, I was the salesperson essentially in that part sure. of it. But I mean, in two months, we brought in 11 distilleries, um, which represented over 25 whiskeys, nice. um, sold out the venue, which, I mean, the lobby, we held 500 and something people. Right. So for a first year event, not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, I mean, our Facebook event page, which I think talking to people at Facebook, they've since changed how this works a little bit, but our event page alone reached 1.5 million people. Oh, wow. By word of mouth. That's incredible. Like, and that was last year, right? And so I'm like, okay, this is great. Yeah, no, quite hadn't done that. Hadn't done that since. Not, not going to work that way again. Tell me about this year's event. Well, it's April nineteenth. First of all, um, it's going to be at Star Hill Ranch, so it's not the Bullock, but it's an equally epically cool venue. It's actually a movie set. Oh wow! Cool. So it's where they filmed AMC's drama The Sun that starred Pierce Brosnan, an old western. Film Pierce Brosnan as a, cowboy. as a yes. cowboy. I haven't actually right. watched it, but everybody that's watched it said it was great, and okay. then he did a good job. Right. Uh, and the few clips I saw, uh, decent. He seems pretty you know, good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and he, it's Pierce Brosnan. He's pretty good. Anyways, that's right. Yeah, He's a good yeah. actor. But it's, so it's an old west town, so we got this main street. It's got festoon lighting on it, but it's lined with buildings, and they're actual functional buildings. Mm -hmm. I mean, one of the buildings on there was the original post office from Bee Cave. It's now a saloon. Oh, wow. So they have all these old buildings that they brought in from all over Texas, and they're lining the street. And so we're actually doing it on the main street and in the buildings. Very cool. So it's just an epically cool venue from that standpoint. So we've doubled the number of distilleries. So we have 22 coming. Awesome. And last I checked, based on the poor list that we're going to start releasing, we're at 56 different whiskeys, plus or minus one or two. Wow. So plenty for you to try. A little something for everybody, from a bourbon to your single malts to your corn whiskeys. I mean, there's some unique ones out there. There's a wheat whiskey hmm. um, that's going to be there. Um, so, Jake, how many distilleries in Texas are doing single malts? I'm a big Scotch fan, so I like trying the single malts. You know, it is... A number off the top of my head, I am I couldn't give you, but I can tell you coming. Uh, so Andalusia out of Blanco does. Mm -hmm. um, that's what they really focus on are single malts and Irish style whiskeys. Right. Um, Balconies is going to be there with sure. their single malt, right? right? Distillery out of Pflugerville, um, Spirit of Texas. They have a single malt that is going to be out there, 
and then if I'm not mistaken, there's a few more. There's a lot of bourbon. Right. Um, Texas is that's really what we, we do like well. our bourbon in Texas. We do like yeah. our bourbon, and despite what everybody believes, it does not have to be distilled in Kentucky. <laughs> and we, I still get that question. Yeah, by the way. That, and that's a valid question. Most people don't realize. You it know, is. they think champagne has to be made in Champagne. Yeah. Bourbon must have to be made in Kentucky. No, it, but it does have to be made in the United States. And it does have to be 51% corn-based. At least, yes. At Most least. of them are more than right. that. But yeah, it has to be at least 51% corn, and then the remaining is either malted barley and then either rye or wheat. Gotcha. And you do have some that are doing all four grains. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be a four-grain bourbon out there um, out of Grapevine that's new to the market. Um, I don't. You can get it in the Dallas area. I'm not sure if it's quite available here yet. They're okay. working on it. But So there's a lot of variety out there. There's some sweet whiskeys. There's some, you know, really high-proof cast-strength whiskeys. <laughs> I mean, there's a little bit of everything for right, everybody. Right. And so if you're thinking about whiskey and you're not really sure, it's worth coming out. Yeah. And the idea is that we're giving you a variety of things to try, and you can figure out what you like, what tastes the best for you. That's right. There's the going best... to be something out there that well, you yeah, like. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, because the best whiskey is the one you like. That's right. That's and right. And for you that are not whiskey fans but want to join your friends and whatever there, we do have a small number of Texas wines available for sampling. Okay. Very and good. we have a specific ticket for that. So you can do just wine samples, which is a lower price. So right. you can do that. We have a designated driver ticket. Ah, very cool. So very uh, cool. if you are that, the lucky person that gets everybody home safe, you have a special ticket. You still a get cheaper, to enjoy all cheaper ticket. It is cheaper, yes. Right. Okay. Uh, you still get to enjoy all the food and the music. Um, and so let's let's talk about that food. What do you got? So food is being catered this year by uh, Verde's Grill, and so salad for everybody that wants it. But then you're going to be able to choose from chicken and a poblano cream sauce, mm. a pork loin with a chipotle honey glaze. Mm -hmm. Now you're talking cilantro lime rice okay. and beans. Uh, nice. So kind of. Just really, it's going to be set up buffet style, so you're going to be able to come and serve yourself at your leisure with what you want. you got to establish a base for all that whiskey well, you tasting, do. Right? Or, you know, have a little bit, eat some, and then have a little bit more. There you go. You Absolutely. Know, just really, that's why we have it out there, so you can right. decide the way you want to do it. That's right. Uh, but all the food is included in your ticket price. Oh, very good. Very so, good. and speaking of that, I mean, so general admission is 89 bucks. Okay. But, I mean, when you think about it, you're paying 89 bucks to sample... Well, not that you'll get through all 56 of them. But, <laughs> I hope not. Uh, no. But, I mean, there's 50-something to choose from, plus your food, plus a concert. Right. It's not a bad night out. Not um, bad at all. So what, what musical lineup do you have? So we have a couple of bands this year. So last year we only had the one. So this year opening up and kind of playing throughout the venue is going to be Jomo and the Possum Posse, uh, which <laughs> they're, they're a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun. And then headlining I'm super excited about, as, a whiskey, as he is a whiskey fan, is uh, Radney Foster. That's a uh, legendary singer-songwriter. Definitely just, one of the best singer-songwriters in Texas and in the nation. Well, yeah, I mean, he's from Del Rio. Right. So, you know, local Texas boy and has worked with all of the guys, I mean, from at one point or another. That's right. right. Um, and what time will he play? So he's going to go on 9.30ish, 9.45, depending on, we're going to make some announcements. So we also do a competition to crown some winners based on the Texas guys. Oh, very good. It's done by a blind taste test. Um, and so we'll make some of those announcements at that time. We do a People's Choice Award, so they get to vote on their favorite distillery. Oh, that's Not necessarily cool. specifically their favorite whiskey, but their distillery. If we can get them all counted up by that point, then we will announce it then. That'll get posted later. But right. uh, So, yeah, we do try to make it a little bit of fun and let them engage and let them vote on you know what they think is the best distillery at the moment. We do support a veterans nonprofit called Impact a Hero. Oh, good. 
And so they've been around 15 years. Um, they're based out of Houston. Right. And they're really focused on helping people come out of post-traumatic stress right. um, through financial, educational purposes, really a lot of what they do. Okay. But they're going to be there on site, and we're doing uh, a raffle. So all the money raised from the raffle goes directly to them. The raffle itself is probably one of the coolest prizes I've ever had the ability to be a part of. Is that right? So every distillery that is participating is donating a bottle at least. Some are donating multiple bottles and swag. Hmm. It is one giant collection called the Texas Whiskey Collection. Oh, wow. One person is going to walk away with the entire prize pack. That's incredible. Yeah. So, so, so I need working. to bring the Suburban is what you're yes, saying. Yes, absolutely. You're going, to need, you're going to need a place to haul it all off. Right. Uh, we're working on exactly what everybody's bringing yet, and so I don't have the full lineup of what's in there or the exact price. So that's going to kind of come down to what all we actually have in there. But it'll be well worth the money, I promise. No doubt about it. No doubt. Uh, and, and to a good cost. It is. And it all sure. is to a good cost. And the distillers are um, nice enough to donate this out of the goodness of their heart. So um, tell me about some of the distilleries that will be out there. Absolutely. Like I said, we have 22. I mean, you have Garrison's Brothers is going to be out there, Balcones out of Waco, Andalusia. Iron Root out of Denison, mm -hmm. um, Ben Milam, right? Uh, Real Spirits out of Blanco as well. So there's like three right there in the Blanco area: uh, Andalusia, Ben Milam, and Real Spirits. Right. Which, for it's those kind that of amazing, know, huh? It is. And for those that don't know, Real Spirits is uh, Real L Brewing. So Real ah, L Brewing okay. has started a okay. Real Spirits distilling, and so they're in the same facility. So you can go try some of their beer and some of their and whiskey. Some of their whiskey, and they okay. are doing single malts. They are um, doing that is malt. That is his focus, or single malts. Awesome. Um, and then Ranger Creek out of San Antonio. <laughs> Tawa Caro Distilling out of Grapevine. Still Austin, from down here in downtown Austin. Right. Um, yeah, they're going to be there. And then we have Yellow Rose Distilling out of Houston. So a bunch of good distilleries going a to be out there. A bunch so of whiskey to try 22. from. So you are a whiskey sommelier. That is correct. Okay. I've got I, level one. Let's not get overcarried away. <laughs> okay. So most people are probably familiar with wine sommeliers. Yes. I suspect most people don't know that there are also whiskey sommeliers. So tell me what that process is and how so you how you get to be called a whiskey sommelier. So the process is a little bit different than wine. It's less about being able to tell you exactly what vintage is what. It's about helping be a guide and helping educate people on whiskey and so that they can enjoy it better. The school that does it is called Whiskey Marketing School. Okay. They're actually based here in Austin. Yeah, so we what really what we do is we talk we do learn tasting. We we talk about that and we learn to be able to taste the difference between, you know, a scotch, a bourbon, an Irish and you know, Japanese. Right. And, but it's also in the history of it and why, what is the distilling process? Mm. You know, what are what makes each of these unique from the other? Right. Um, and so that you can, you know, we talk about public speaking and we do different things like that around what whiskey is. So, again, it's the idea is that you can be a guide and take. Mm -hmm. So this is the type of what you like. Here's some other things that you may be able to try that might be in the same ah, know, okay. direction. What about food pairing? Is that something you so, yeah, work on? So, yeah, absolutely. It's something okay. we do work on. That's, I mean, obviously, the different, there's five levels. And so, as you go further into it, the more in depth you get with certain mm, things. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, absolutely. It is um, so it's how, all part of it. How long would it take to do the all five levels? Um, well, so after you do one, you've got to wait um, six months or so before you can even start doing the, uh, the second one. Just so you, because part of it is you do have homework. You got to, I mean, you need to do tastings. You need to facilitate this for people so that you're getting a better understanding of what it is, you know, what whiskey is and what how sure. people are responding to it. Right. So, and they don't do classes. It's not like you can just, they have classes all the time. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's going to, it'll take 
years to get it all said and done. Okay. But, right. uh, but well worth it. Yes, I believe so. So uh, you are also working on a whiskey blend of your own, aren't you? We are. So okay. yes, this is something that I wanted to do right after the festival last year. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, I don't have a um, license to distill or any of that. And so I was fortunate enough through this to meet all these great distilleries in doing this. And so one of them was, you know, they're working on a, a, an Alliance series. So Crowded mm -hmm. Barrel okay. um, out of Austin, Texas. They have their own whiskey. But then they're also working on a series where they, you know, partner with distilleries across the country to release unique and special blends. So when I was talking to um, Daniel about it, he was like, man, that sounds fun. If you can get the distillers on board, I I'm in. I'm doing it. It's like, okay. So I started calling, again, started calling people. Uh, <laughs> they're like, here's this Jake guy, guy again. again. Yeah, well, so yeah. I was actually at a uh, Texas Distilled Spirits Association meeting in uh, Fort Worth. And was talking to Jared Hempstead from Balconies and was like, look, I got this idea. I want to do it. I'm working with Daniel on it. And Jared just went, I'm in. I was nice. like, didn't care what. He's like, I'm in. This sounds fun. I was yeah. like, got it. After that, it was a little easier because right. I'm like, hey, okay, I'm working with Jared and Daniel on this. Yeah, that's pretty and cool. And they're like, okay, so you already got two. So, yeah, I'll do this. Right. And so, so we have three distilleries actually participating in the blend. And then Crowded Barrel is actually bottling it and facilitating it for us. Okay. So, we have Iron Root Republic out of Denison, Balconies out of Waco, right. and then uh, Andalusia out of Blanco mm -hmm. are the three that are going into this blend. And so I believe it was August when we did our, like, brought all the samples together and started really working on it. And so we've been trying to get it all together since then. Right. So we are in the process. It is all blended together at this point. We have okay. not. We've got to work on the proofing and we've got to get label approval we've got to get all that all that technical gotta, stuff yes and it's got to right. be bottled but we're really close to having it done and my what i'm salivating well i am too honestly because <laughs> i have, honestly i haven't tried it since we did that initial right uh, thing. right i mean and what's cool is like so these distillers this is first of all this is the first time this has happened three texas-based distillers collaborating like this sure not producing their own product or even putting their label on it. I mean, they're on the label because we want to tell everybody what it is. So what is it going to be called? Um, that is part of the TTB process that we're going oh, through. The I label approval you. is the exact name of it. Right. But the idea is that it's going to be the Texas Whiskey Festival. Um, Very cool. And so in conjunction with these other distilleries. Right. Um, but the fact that they all came together, I mean, and whenever they brought samples, I mean, like, so Balcones sent like a box of like 20 different samples and from barrels that they liked. So this is them going out and finding specific barrels in the warehouse that they liked or thought might contribute to it. Wow. So once these barrels are gone, they're like, we can't recreate this. These were specially right. barrels pulled. So even if we did say, okay, it's this base and this, it'll be a little bit different every time. That's right. Um, so how many bottles will you end up with? Working through that. Okay. Uh, but it's going to be a very limited number. Sure, it sounds like. And they're going to be bottled in 375 milliliter bottles. Okay. Um, and at first they'll be available out of Crowded Barrels Distillery. Okay. Unfortunately, we are not allowed to ship anywhere at the moment. Yeah. So there's that. Right. Uh, you would actually have to come to the distillery to pick it up. And then what we don't sell through after a period of time, we will release to distribution to a select retail okay. liquor Great. stores. Great. But, so Jake, 
I've had a couple episodes recently. I had Dan Garrison with Garrison oh, Brothers on the show, that. and and he was great. I went out to Garrison Brothers to do that interview, fun interview, drank a little bit of whiskey. So which one was your favorite one? So they have, mm. at the distillery, they have several different types. Right. Did they still right. have their honeydew available? Yes, and that's quite good. It is. Very I'm good. a big fan of the Estacado. The yes, port, The port cast finish. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, they're all good. They but are. Yes, th those are I really, digress a little those bit. Those are really good, yes. really good. And then very recently, I had... Chairman Tracy King, who is the chair of the Licensing and Administrative mm -hmm. Procedures Committee in the okay. House at the Capitol across the building right. over there. And there are a number of bills that are going through the process right now. Right. One of which, as we're talking about the Texas Whiskey Festival, yes. is very important to you. So tell me about this festival bill. So, I mean, the way the way I'm understanding it is is that what that's going to allow, the do, allow is the distillers that are participating in the festival that are coming to this actually sell you a bottle on site. Okay. And so... So they can't do that now, no. which probably surprises people. Well, it does, and actually it did. Everybody was like, well, can I buy this? And no. I mean, you have the ability to, like, we can't even set up a liquor store that you could, like, sell it on site. Hmm. We could take orders, but then you have to complete the transaction at an actual store premise. This would make it where you actually get to try it, and what you tried, right then and there, you could you literally could buy go... You could buy it from them. Okay. Not only would that help, I believe, raise the whiskey community and their overall experience with it. That's right. I think it'll truly make an impact and help the distillers move their product and help sales, which in turn help, you know, add on, increase capacity, experiment with new expressions and that type of thing. Right. And so I think being able to increase that and get that awareness out there. And for one, if I live in, you know, if I'm, if I'm in Dallas and I travel here for it, I may not have the specific product available yet. Like, for example, if you live in Austin and Tawakero's here and they're not quite distributed in Austin yet, mm -hmm. well, they could sell you a bottle right then and there and you wouldn't have to worry about it. That's right. But, or are you going to, you know, take the time to go to the liquor store on your, I mean, it's, so I think it'll really help from the overall experience of the event. I think sure. it'll be good for the industry, and I think it'll really help the distillers, which is ultimately what we want to do is help well, get the word out there. It's good for the whiskey festival. It's yes. good for consumers if they can buy there at the event. Absolutely. And it's good for the distilleries because they can grow their brands and expand and, and, and grow their fan base, which at the end of the day is going to help the distillers, the distributors, and the retailers. All of it. All yep. of it. Rising okay. tides raise all ships. Exactly. I've heard that recently. So <laughs> is the bill going to pass? Uh, that would be a better question for somebody else. I, I'm hoping so. <laughs> okay. uh, so we have a, another meeting with the Texas Distilled Spirits Association next week. I'm hoping to get an up, more of an update there. I probably should be a little bit more up to date on it. But Well, we've got, just so you know, Jake, there from the moment that we are filming this right now, yeah. it'll air probably in a week or so, but there are 59 days left in the legislative session. Yes. So the clock is ticking. ticking. Hopefully that bill gets moving and we, hopefully it gets passed. And there's a few other that you know we hope get passed, but from an event promoter's perspective, that is... Huge. That's a huge one for us. Right, absolutely. Okay, so out of my right periphery, I keep seeing this bottle of whiskey. So yes. tell me about it. So one of the participants at the um, whiskey festival this year is Devil's River Whiskey. They are a Texas whiskey that are utilizing a couple of different distillers in uh, Texas to produce a grain-to-glass whiskey. Okay. Um, that is their proprietary blend of, and if I'm not mistaken, they're actually using Texas-based grains as well great they're using water from the devil's river um, which, which is, is in where south texas okay mostly the purest water in the state i have not been there 
but <laughs> that is all the research is pointed to that. So, right. uh, but then that's what they use to proof it down and things like that. And right. so, what you get is this is a 90 proof small batch bourbon. Mm. They have a cask strength out and a rye, but 90 proof I thought would be a good start for a Friday afternoon. Why not? So let me ask you this before yes. we partake. You know, with wine, you're supposed to swish it around in the glass, <laughs> smell it, taste a little bit, swish it around some more. What do you recommend to people when so, they're trying a whiskey? Well, I mean, if you're not used to sniffing anything that's high proof, I wouldn't just dive your nose into <laughs> right. it. Uh, Don't put your face in there. No, I mean, for one, it's all you're going to get is alcohol, I mean, uh, which is not really going to help you appreciate it. Right. I mean, the idea is that you kind of bring it up to your nose until you, until you can smell it. Hmm. And then you want to make you look cooler if you do this. I wouldn't actually do that. What I, was, I, wasn't, I wasn't getting to the point where I was doing that. I was saying what you actually want to do is try to make sure that you keep your mouth open when you are breathing. Huh? Why and is it that? Helps. So what it does is it helps take some of the additional things and kind of almost like a. I'm losing my word here for it, but it does help bring in a little extra oxygen and helps you huh. take off some of the alcohol, if I'm not mistaken, with that. Interesting. But, but yeah, and okay. then you can't, now if it's been setting, you can swirl it around and that'll help release some of the aromatics in it again. Okay, um, all right. Well, let's try yeah. this, see yeah. what we think. Ah, that's very smooth. It is, uh, as their tagline says, sinfully smooth. <laughs> um, it is, I mean, it's got some typical bourbon characteristics. You got your vanilla and your caramel. It is a rye-based bourbon, so mm, it's got corn, rye, like and yeah. uh, barley in it. So that rye is going to add that spiciness that you're probably getting mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. in it. So, so yeah. we shouldn't tell the audience that we're filming this Monday morning at 8 a.m.? That I, think, I thought Friday <laughs> afternoon sounded much better. That sounded much better. Uh, and it is actually Friday afternoon, So and it's 5 o'clock, so as the saying goes. Or is it Monday morning? <laughs> the shades are drawn, you will never know. Who knows? This is very tasty. So where would where can one find this? They are well distributed in multiple states. Mm. Um, so you can get this at any liquor store, um, Most a lot of bars as well. So Devil's River is, um, they're good people. Uh, Mike Cameron, the president, is also the president of the Texas Distilled Spirits association okay no they're working really hard to help not only the whiskey distillers but um all distillers in good. texas to do that so find them give them a little bit of love um it's very good folks it very is. good i highly recommend it and it's just one of many you can come try if it's not your favorite i guarantee we will have one that is that's good okay so let's talk about the two festivals whiskey festival is when where what time april 19th good friday yeah. Good Friday, make Good Friday great. Um, <laughs> VIP doors open at 6.30, okay. general admissions at 7.30. So, you know, we understand where it's at, traffic and things like that. So take your time, get there. We're gonna have plenty of whiskey, we're not gonna run out. So you can get there, you can get tickets at txwhiskeyfest.com. Txwhiskeyfest.com. And that's whiskey with an E. Okay, um, glad you pointed clarify, that out, absolutely. Uh, one other thing, though, I forgot to mention. So the VIP tickets, if you're interested, mm -hmm. you get in an hour early before general admission, so you kind of have free reign of the oh, place. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. You have your own building with its own private bar. Very cool. Uh, food station, uh, which we're hoping to do a few special releases just in that building oh, of some things nice. that aren't going to be out there. I'm not, right. can't share what those are yet. It's top uh, secret. Top and secret. And then... Um, one of the things I forgot to mention is that, so Habana Cowboy, a mobile cigar lounge. Ah, I've met this gentleman. So Eric, yes. Yes, yes, yes. yeah, yeah. So it's a 71-foot Airstream, um, retrofitted with a bar, TVs, leather couches. Anyway, so they're going to be out there 
with cigars. But we've also partnered with Villager Cigars, which is a global cigar brand, been around since 1888. So not only are they going to be there for you can buy their cigars, mm -hmm. but the VIPs, if you buy the VIP ticket, you get a complimentary cigar from them. Oh, wow. That is what they are. That is that was what they wanted to do for VIP ticket holders to really okay. encourage that whiskey cigar pairing. Awesome. Um, so you can do that. Tickets at TXWhiskeyFest.com. Awesome. Uh, April 19th, 630. It's going to be a good time. Yes. Absolutely. Well, I look forward to seeing everybody out there. And then tell us about the air show, concert, show. Yeah. all that other stuff down in San Marcos. So that is uh, Corey Morrow's Go Wheels Up Texas. Uh, you can find all the information at GoWheelsUp.live. Uh, we're also on Facebook and all of those channels as well. Sure. So you can keep up with all the special announcements. But awesome. May 3rd, 4th, and 5th, Go Wheels Up. That sounds awesome. That's going to be a great event, too. Yes, I can't wait is. for that one. All right, Jake. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, we'll have you, have you back again sometime soon. And I hope everybody shows up at these incredible events. They will be a good time for sure. And as usual, thank you all for watching The Trey Blocker Show. You can find us at TreyBlockerShow.com, YouTube, and your favorite podcast app. Thank you, and God bless. Cheers, guys. Cheers. This has been The Trey Blocker Show. Please subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app and visit TreyBlockerShow.com to donate so we can keep fighting to restore sanity to this great nation.